Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. This week, we're talking about money-related topics. Time and money are both scarce resources, and it's good to be careful with both. Today's tip is about ways to use money as a tool to build a better life. Or in other words, how to buy happiness. Now, while we all have the same amount of time, people have wildly varying amounts of money. If your idea of a good time is flying by a private jet to a resort on the Mediterranean, it's obviously going to require quite a bit of cash to pull that off. But most of life isn't about that resort. A life is lived in hours. And a lot of happiness is influenced by how we spend our normal, everyday hours. The good news is that even small amounts of money can boost happiness if we spend this money wisely, with an eye on those everyday hours. In other words, money can buy happiness if you spend it right. The first category for buying happiness? Spend on experiences. Experiences, because they tend to be varied and novel, create memories. As we've talked about on this podcast before, having more memories makes us feel like we have more time. The dining room table that you use once a year doesn't really do that. You might be better off taking that trip to Rome that you'll remember forever and getting a much cheaper table. In my family, we try to operate under this philosophy. We buy the kids' clothes at discount stores and hand down whatever lasts from kid to kid. But we've brought memberships at most of the major family-friendly institutions in the area. The zoo, the children's museum, the science museum, the aquarium. This way, we always have fun activities we can do together on the weekend. The second category is to spend money to buy time. As we've talked about this week, time is, in some senses, more limited than money. You can make more money, but you cannot make more time. So if there's a place where you can spend a modest amount of cash to move time from the unhappy category to the happy category, this could be a big win. If you dislike mowing the lawn, pay a service, and free up your Saturday. In my family, if two of the big kids have simultaneous sports events on a weekend, my husband and I will each go to one, and then sometimes we'll hire a sitter to come play with the littler kids. This way, we can actually watch our kids' games instead of missing a kid's goal because we're trying to keep the preschooler from running into the parking lot. This is definitely a way to buy happiness. And finally, you can buy happiness by spending money on relationships. Time spent with close family and friends is often the most pleasant time we have. When I did a time diary study of 900 days in the lives of busy people for my book Off the Clock, I found that people's sense of time abundance rose in direct correlation to how much of their leisure time they spent with friends and family. People who felt starved for time watched TV or perused social media. People who felt time was abundant made plans with friends. 
and they were happier for it. One great idea? Take a friend out to lunch. Spending money on her will make you happy, and you'll also get time with her. And then, even better, she'll probably reciprocate. So you'll get two happy lunches instead of just one. What could be better than that? In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.